Hey, party people, have you joined our Discord server yet? You can meet fellow party people and interact with our cast and crew to talk about all things Encounter Party, both this first Ravnica campaign and our new campaign, which is a television show available on the Dungeons & Dragons Adventures channel. To learn more, head on over to our website at EncounterParty.com or check the links in the show notes. Now, enjoy this episode of Campaign 1 of Encounter Party. Warning, our show features very strong language and graphic depictions of violence, so listener discretion is advised. Last time on Encounter Party! Cutting their way through the Grand Basilica, our players come face to face with the Ghost Council, guild leaders of the Orzov. However, it appears that Tasa's coup de grace has failed. The insolence of the Obsidot proved too much to bear, as Lorzach decided enough was enough. The fight is on this week on Encounter Party! First up, Lorzach. You mouthy motherfucker. <laughs> As an action, Lorzach raises one empty hand to the sky and pulls down a huge shaft of moonlight. He casts Moonbeam at the third level centered on Big Daddy Karlov. Okay. That is a um, five-foot radius, and it must make a constitution saving throw. 17. It takes eight radiant damage. Saloran. Tessa is down. She's on her knee with her head bowed. Saloran sees Tessa, sees the moonbeam come crashing down into the ghost council chamber, and he just scoops Tessa up and tries to bring her to the back of the um, room. Give me a strength check, please. That is a 16. She can't be moved, and she tells you as such. They told me to obey. I don't have a choice. Saloran shouts out to the others, Taste of my own medicine! And that's my turn. Okay. It's now Karlov's turn. And he makes a constitution saving throw, starting his turn in the moonbeam. Fails. 17 radiant damage. Karlov bathes in this radiant light and then simply floats through it towards you. And he sees you, Lorzach. For listeners at home, this is uh, terrifying. It's really tense. This yeah. is, uh, there's really like a lot tense. of tension in this room. We're not breathing. <laughs> like, yeah. I, uh, I really have a lot of pent up stress right now, and it's not getting better. <sighs> I just have a bit of a headache. Uh, Perix can tell you that's a bad thing. He floats off his throne towards you, reaching out a hand to you, and as expected, an icy cold grip reaches on your heart. What level spell is this? Fifth. Perix blocks the space in front of him as he casts Counterspell to attempt to negate the fifth level spell. I will make my roll. Ty goes to the roller? Yes. That spell does not happen. Woo! Who? Yes. For those back home, it's a 10 plus the level of spell that I must reach, and I rolled that with my bonuses. Next up, Vuliev floats off of his throne, and a long, cold, gripped hand reaches out to Lorzach. 25. That'll hit. You suffer 11 necrotic damage. 
And then you see Vuliev calmly wave a hand over Karlov. And you see Karlov radiate just a little bit. Oh. Xenia. Xenia calmly and coolly casts Shatter on the two advancing Obzidots. They must make a constitution saving throw of 15. Vuliev succeeds. Karlov does not. Great. 21 points of damage. Xenia, cool and collected, simply stares Karlov in the eyes. Then, the Ghost Council member Fautomni floats forward with a cackle and casts a cold hand of chill touch at Solorin and misses. (laughs) (laughs) And then, you see a casual wave of the hand and Vuliev radiates slightly. What kind of Voltron stuff is this? I don't know. Perix. Perix stands tall. I think his entire being is so furious at the blackness creeping at the back of his mind that knowing that these people who are supposed to be the champions of Ravnica for good or for bad could possibly be causing this destruction. He stares deep into the heart of Karlov and throws a mind spike hoping to receive any kind of connection like he did with Nikia earlier to understand what this is. Can he please make a wisdom save 16 please? He chooses to succeed. Oh, they're one of those creatures. Well, he still takes half damage. (laughs) (laughs) He's one of those creatures. It's not great. How's a three psychic damage feel to you? DM quietly writes a number down. Fikara. Okay, I am going to run straight to the gentleman in yellow and... I'll just lay into him with the maces and uh, hope that works because as long as he will not get to the other ones and do that crazy power-up thing, that would be great. Yeah, I like that plan. Uh, That will be a 22, (laughs) a 10, and a 14. The 10 will miss. Oh, cool. Rock on. Okay, so 16 bludgeoning damage. Does anyone have anything that force pushes things apart? Because I'm worried that they are gathering. Uh, not anymore, because Thunder Wave is worse than a lot of stuff. Yeah. But. What about Thunder Wave? Might have been useful. Here. It can push people back, and I'm hoping, I'm thinking they're trying to get clumped. And if we have a way of undoing a clump, it might be. Really useful to us. So, so like Thunder Wave? Thunder Wave would be a thing that would do such a thing, maybe not on a single person, but on like the group. The ghost that Fakara has come to attack is the ghost council member known as Gilles Jajos, who reaches out with a 10 inch long claw and reaches at your heart and misses. Yes, he does. He then floats away, provoking an attack of opportunity. Cool. That's going to be a 24. Roll damage. Yes! That is going to be 10 bludgeoning damage. Then, as a bonus action, he waves his hand casually, causing Fautomni to glow slightly. Last up in the order is the Orzov Ghost Council member called Enescu, who floats toward the group. Damn it. 
He takes a strike at Perix. Yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) For those at home, Brian gave a grimace and a little head tilt. I think the ghost council is not going to attempt that move anymore. (laughs) Does a 10 hit? It does not. They haven't floated in a while. (laughs) They're they're old and they haven't really fought. They've been kind of left alone. Welcome to the aura of my bad dice rolling, Brian. (laughs) (laughs) For those at home, Brian changed positions at the table. End of turn. Tajik, summoned to do what he is meant to do, rushes forward with the Blade of the Legion attacking Karla. He will hit. Yes, Tajik! However, immediately after he attacks, Karlov receives a modicum of damage, and all five Ghost Council members in unison point towards Tajik and tell him to bow. At which point you see Tajik fall to the ground on his knees in the same way that Tessa has. And is this a spell that can be countered or no? No. Okay. Top of the order, Lorzach. Well, that's terrifying. Choose Eni or Meanie. Meanie, because he's mean. Lorzach moves back into his right and pulls the moonbeam further into the chamber. So if I could get constitution saving throws. What's the target? Fifteen. Both fail. Yes! 20 radiant damage. High fives to Lorzach. Lorzach, would you please make a wisdom saving throw with a DC of 16? That'll be 18. They each turn to you again in unison and point to you collectively. Bow to us, Divkarin. But you resist their threats, Saloran. So Lauren is furious that Karlov would have the arrogance to so casually float by Tessa. He is going to attack with his Morning Star. Does a 19 hit? Yes. The second attack does a 21 hit. He's going to use... Great. If the second number is higher than one that... Connects. I, it's very I thought intense. It was, I thought it was very unbrand for what we were doing. I thought <laughs> that's what you did here. <laughs> Welcome to the party, pal. Each attack fills him with righteous fury, yes. and he's gonna divine smite this mother with level two spell slots both times. Yes. So that is ten d8 damage. Can I lend you some d8s? Yes. Uh, I could borrow you some mine if you don't mind. This some whole bag is d8s. Never mind, Oh my then. gosh, is that the first time we've used that bag? Yeah. I'll just use all of these fresh D10, uh, D8s. Come on, baby. I want you to roll the damage before I make you cry. Uh, 33. 33 plus 10 damage, so that is 43 damage. What kind? 16 piercing damage and 27 radiant damage. Who? Would you please make a wisdom saving throw? A wisdom saving throw, you Believe say? in you. With my plus eight bonus to wisdom saving throws. God bless you, Saloran. That is 24. This table is so tense. Collectively, they all turn to you, Saloran, and demand that you obey the Obsidot. Wisdom saving throw. Again? Yes. Damn it. Ooh, that's even better. Ha! <laughs> that's a 25. You are immune to their wills. Soloran growls, Tessa is the Obsidot. Karlov immediately looks to you with an outstretched hand. 
Does a 22 hit? Yes, it does. And he stares back at you and says, You are mistaken, child. We are, and forever will be, the Orzov. You will take 27 necrotic damage. Vuliev. Uh, Vuliev makes a constitution saving throw. He rolls a natural one. Awesome. He chooses to succeed. Yeah, it's one of them. Vuliev takes 10 radiant damage. He also seems to float ethereally as if he can step like the mist. And he steps through everyone. They are very close together. To attack Solorin. Does a 20 hit? I'm going to use a bonus action to cast Shield of Faith so it does not hit. Okay. Zendia. Zendia looks at Vuliev, softly laughs, and from her mouth, an undulating and threatening roll of thunder emanates. Please make a wisdom saving throw. Natural 20. Goes to the roller. It's yours. Goes to the roller? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the, the, the total is more than that. The That's DC it. on whatever you did was 20? Holy crap, what is happening right now? Now, Fotomni enters the battle. You see him float slightly around and will attack Solorin with a spell. Does a 25 hit? Yes. Counter spell. What is the level you cast at? Fifth. It succeeds. You will take 10 points of necrotic damage. As chill touch grips your heart, Perix, you are up. Perix is surprisingly calm in this situation. I think Perix knows that death is probably an option, but he will stop the Ghost Council. And he looks back at Karlov again, casting yet another mind spike into Karlov's ghostly being. Please make a wisdom save 16. 23. Yeah, well, take half damage, you dick. For seven psychic damage. Would you please make a wisdom saving through yourself? Yes. Plus five. Yes. 22. Okay. What's the half damage? Uh, no, seven was the half damage. It was a 15. Thank you. Vicara. Get back here, you traitorous bitch! Running towards the nearest ghost and just hitting it with everything I got. Yes, please. Sometimes playing fair is the best way to win. Okay. That is an 11, a 23, and a 26. The 23 and the 26 will definitely Okay, are you sure about the 26? Because I'm just like, you know. (laughs) 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 So that will be nine bludgeoning and then five bludgeoning. Okay. Jajos is going to retaliate. Fakara's going to get attacked. Okie dokie. A 20 to hit. Ooh, just hits. You will take 19 necrotic damage. Rude. Less. Enescu. Makes a constitution saving throw. Make a constitution saving throw. (laughs) Come on, radiant damage. Miss. 20 radiant damage. He will then step out of place. And will Solorin please make a wisdom saving throw? Oh boy, you're getting hit a lot. I know. This is what they do to traitors. You got this. That is a 24. Yes. Yeah! I misspoke. You don't roll. I do. 
you see NSQ float around behind Karlov and reach his hand out and simply points a black finger at you and a very thin ray of black light connects straight to your heart and you feel yourself enfeebled. Then, with a casual wave, he waves his hand and Jajos begins to glow slightly. Four are glowing except for NSQ. At the end of the round, neither Tessa nor Tajik can do anything in their obedience. What does the Rave Enfeeblement do? Rave Enfeeblement, you deal only half damage on strength-based attacks at the end of your turn. You can make a constitution saving throw to try and end it. Question. Beginning or end of my turn? End of your turn. Thank and you. um, Tajik and Tessia can't make saves to get back up? No. Thank you. Top of the order, Lorzanch. Lorzanch approaches Enesque's throne. Anything that Lorzanch can see. Stay away from there, you cur! That's not a thing. That's just flavor. Okay. Ah! Cool. We, we all were like, oh, hello. Oh, we all just sit on the thrones and now we're the ghost council. <laughs> I'm going to blow up the thrones, but yeah. Yeah. So, no, they're yeah. not phylacteries. Okay, great. Damn. <clears throat> and as an action, Lorzach moves the moonbeam on top of Enescu. Please roll a constitution saving throw. Constitution. 14. Enescu takes 19 radiant damage. Would you please make a wisdom saving throw as they command for you to obey? 17. You feel the power of the collective Obsidot crushing your spirit. And try as you might, you cannot fight the impulse to bow a knee to the Obsidot. You bow until the end of your next turn. You can take no actions, no reactions, and your speed is zero. Solorin. Soren, after this battering, realizes his time on this plane may be very short and decides to use the last bit of strength in his body to try to take out as many ghosts as he can. He's going to make an attack against Daddy Karlov. He is going to channel divinity with divine guidance, and that is going to be a 27 to hit. Hit. He is going to use a spell slot for level 1 divine smite, but because they are undead, that is 4d8. His first attack with the mace does six damage. Would you please make a wisdom saving throw? Yes. 20 total. Continue. So that strike, which would have done 27 damage, does only 13 damage instead. Three of that being physical piercing damage and 10 of that being radiant damage. He's going to pull back the Morningstar and try to attack Daddy Karlov again. That is 11. Does not hit. So the first attack connects... But he's so weary by this rave enfeeblement, the second attack, attack falls short, and he just sighs a deep sigh and falls to one knee next to Tessa Karlov. If you're going to do it for me, would you like to make a wisdom saving throw first? That is a 23. They bid you to obey, but you're not required to bend a knee. <laughs> I'm just going to A nice take split a squat, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> That's my turn. Karlov strikes back. He will miss. <laughs> he sucks. Vuliev strikes at Solorin for 27. Yep. You did not see Vuliev from behind as he reaches through your armor and grabs your lungs through your chest for 28 necrotic damage. Solorin takes one breath. <gasps> 
and collapses to the ground. The aura is down? Yes. Copy. As is the ray of enfeeblement. Vuliev will remain where he is. Xenia. Xenia moves forward two spaces. She turns her attention to Inescu, hoping for success with this shift in focus. Softly laughs again and releases an undulating thunderclap from her mouth. Please make a wisdom saving throw. It's the, is the number what I think it is? Mm-hmm. A natural 20 would have gotten me there. A 19 does not. Please take 12 points of psychic damage. You also have disadvantage on your next attack roll before the end of your next turn. All right, that's excessive. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. And that was on Inescu? That was on Inescu. Fautomni begins his attack and floats towards Enia and attacks. 14. Will not hit. Perix. You look stressed, dude. Are you okay? <laughs> I'm stressed. Perix looks curiously at Xenia, curious whatever energy is coming from her. She's barfing thunder at her mouth. Yes, I got that part. <laughs> Thank you. Like you do. And I would like to make an attack, y'all. It may fuck up Tajik. Do we care? Do what nope. you need to do, man. Great. So Perix crackles with lightning energy, fully aware that they are probably not that hurt by lightning, but he can do way more dice of damage than anything else, and shoots in a straight line at Big Granddaddy Karlov and whoever the hell is in the goddamn moonbeam. Inescu. Inescu. My name is Inescu. Your name is Bitch, and fires a lightning bolt straight line. Please make a dexterity saving throw. Um, Tajik is unable to make dexterity saving throws. Yeah, I thought that might happen. Karlov mm. will fail, as will Enescu. Think good thoughts, everybody. Those are some pretty good thoughts. That's some good thoughts, Table. I'm thinking murder thoughts. Did that help? 39 points of lightning damage. Would you make a wisdom saving throw, my friend? Bet your ass I will. 17? With a rage, Karlov commands the Ghost Council to force you to obey. But before the words can escape his frozen lips, his corpse ghost bloats and he howls in a rage. No! And dissipates up. Skyward. Yes! I'm not going to tell you the math, but that was exact. <laughs> that was exact. You said that number and I went. I fucking love you, Ned. Oh, man, that's my last spell slot, so here we are. That's a lie. I have one more. Who? Fikara. I'm just going to very sneakily, and as in not really sneakily, because I'm a Minotaur, I'm not exactly sneaky. Go move closer to Vuzela, the red dude and the yellow dude. And I'm real sorry for this, guys, but it's just what's got to happen right now. I'm going to cast Thunder Wave. Yeah. So for a 15-foot square that starts on me, everybody needs to make a... Uh, Wait, me too? You're down. Yeah, I'm sorry, dude. Is that a death, automatic death throw? Somebody can stabilize him. We can stabilize you. We have I to. Think, I think this is the move. As, honestly. Yeah, as a player, Salorn would love to die by Tessa's side. Yeah, so we're going to thunder, thunder wave. Uh, that's going to be con save of 14. Sorry, 
Fautumni saves. Zhezhoz fails. Vuliev saves. Okay. Tessa Karlov cannot defend herself. Okay. Roll damage. So for all of those that do not save, they will be getting 11 thunder damage and push back 10 feet from me. Zhezhoz is, uh, is the only one who failed. Yes. Everyone else takes half damage? Yep. Half damage, not pushed. So everybody else would take five thunder? Yes. All and right. that doesn't move to Jeek or Tessa? They do not move. Okay. Gilles Jajos is going to come and make an attack. Okie dokie. Does a 23 hit? <sighs> Real close, but yeah. You will take 22 necrotic damage as a cold ghost hand reaches into your spleen. That's uncomfortable. He looks a little better. Eneskew is going to get fried by some moonlight. Please end his day. 22 save. Uh, he saves. So he takes five radiant damage. He then floats this way, and he points a long, spindly black finger at Fakara and misses with a sharp black ray. Oh, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> Top of the round. Lorzach finds himself in obeying position, but the current shaking of Karlov and the current melee within the center of the chamber breaks his fortitude. You skip your turn, but you are now free of your own will. Saloran, saving throw. Living on a prayer, y'all. 15. Yes. yes! You have one success and one failure. Sorry about that, yo. Worth it. Vuliev turns to Parix with a ghost hand, trying to grab your froggy eyes. <laughs> 21. He grabs my froggy eyes. With two hands, a ghosty grab of your goggles. Ugh. You take 23 necrotic damage. Understood. He looks a little better. Yeah, I thought that might be happening. Xenia, you are noticing, however, that they no longer seem to be demanding your obedience. Need it on five. Xenia reaches deep within herself and lays a thunderclap down squarely in front of Inescu, hitting all three Obsidot ghosts. They need to make a constitution saving throw. Is Tessa also within range? Yeah. Are you only going to try and hit two, or are you going to try and hit all three? I don't want to hit Tessa. Okay. They make wisdom saving throws, correct? Uh, constitution. Constitution. Ooh, that's not... Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> They're old ghosts. Jezhoz fails. Enescu succeeds. Jezhoz gets 14 points worth of thunder damage, and Enescu gets seven. Fatomni makes his attack against Xenia... Fearful of whatever thunder bullshit she's bringing into this room. <laughs> so am I, by the way. I would like to add that to the concerns. 26 to hit. That'll hit. You take 17 necrotic damage. Okay. Are you bloodied? Uh, no. You see, you see Xenia. I think that's the first time I, I hit her. Yeah. Cool. Xenia shivers for a bit and composes herself. Perix. 
The sense of calm that has overtaken Perix is, is something that even he can't quite reckon with. I think he thinks he's going to die, and I think he thinks we are going to win. And he steps back, the crackling energy spiking through his crystal and his hands, and he fires a lightning bolt straight through these two ghosts whose names I don't know. Vuliev and Fatomni. Vuliev and Fatomni, please make a dexterity saving throw. DC 16. Miss. And miss. Yes! Motherfucker! This is actually my last spell slot, so... So you're no longer a threat after this. Good to know. 27 lightning damage. And he looks at the closest ghost and says, I've made my peace with Merit Lage, have you? The shit? Whoa. Whoa. To everyone at the table, I have no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> Just letting everybody know. Lord's Edge at the far end of the chamber. What? <laughs> <laughs> and now, a quick word from one of our sponsors. You know, folks, blank walls can be pretty boring. So why not spruce up your home or office by heading over to ukiyopop.com. They have a collection of traditional Japanese prints inspired by today's comics, games, and movies. The gallery is viewable online for free, and prints are available for purchase. So head over to ukiyopop.com. That's U-K-I-Y-O-P-O-P.com. Tradition in a modern method. And now, back to the party. Fikara. Smack a ghost. Smack a ghost. Smack a ghost. What are you on your death saves? 1-1. One, one. I got him. My next turn. Awesome. So, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smack him a ghost. Really glad we can talk to Fikara, if not Zenya. Oh, Jesus. Thank you. Hey, Landry. <laughs> How are your D20s doing? Who are you attacking? Oh, the yellow one. What's his name? Jejos. Jujubi. Oh, that's There's a that 20! Yes! yes! Uh, it's also a 13 and an 11. There were two not 20s in there. <laughs> but there was a 20! Would you please make a wisdom saving throw? Yeah, I'm down with that. Oh. <laughs> Sorry! I passed. It was an 18. I hope that passes. Yeah, you made an assumption. Please tell me that passes. You're good. Fakara! Oh, <laughs> Now for the damage of the one nat 20 is going to be 13. Hell yes. The number of death. Right? Right? Yeah? Is it really? <laughs> what? Brian's what? giving uh, nuts. Oh, no, no. It's not. It's, it's, I'm just agreeing that's the number. He's, 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 he's the least damaged person in this room. No. Maybe he's the puniest. We're hoping. Oh, right. Oh, my God. Uvazil is still my favorite. He's going <laughs> to take one step to the left, and he's going to reach an icy hand out to Fakara. Does a 27 hit, my bovine friend? Oh, you know, it's a real close, but yeah. You will take 11 necrotic damage. <laughs> as an icy hand punches you in the rib. Ow. <laughs> 
<laughs> that, that does not scale to the severity have, of the situation. I have some really sensitive ribs. That was really painful. Or ticklish. NSQ will point a long black spindly finger at Fakara or Droom. Would you please sit there while I roll an attack die on you? I will. Does a 19 hit? No. As a bonus action, NSQ will rub a ghostly hand all over his tummy and will glow slightly. Top of the round, Lorzatch. Lorzatch is going to take his bonus action and cast Healing Word at the second level, targeting Siloran. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, hold on, I gotta roll for this. <laughs> Don't get too excited. And Siloran regains 10 hit points. Now you can get excited. Lorzatch is going to take his full movement circling the chamber to keep Inescu in sight and is going to reach up an empty hand to pull down yet another moonbeam. Bring it down, elf boy. That's the sound it makes. <laughs> <laughs> and what do I have to do? Uh, make a constitution saving throw. Natural 20. <sighs> so 21 total. So Inescu is going to take 11 radiant damage. Inescu, so focused on trying to enfeeble the mighty Minotaur warrior, looks skyward as a ray of radiant light descends upon him, obliterating him in a shower of brilliance. Oh, oh yeah! Yes! Oh, my stress level is at an all-time high. Thanks, Lorzatch. You're welcome. Saloran. <laughs> it's not that far away. You are pro. Saloran <laughs> blinks awake, feeling as if he was on the doorstep of death, and quickly places his hand on his chest and casts Cure Wounds. Welcome back. That is 12 HP back. He feels much better, and then uses his movement to stand, and that is my turn. Vuliev turns to face the frogman behind him. He stands at peace with whatever is about to happen. He reaches out a long, cold hand of death. Does a 23 hit? <laughs> you know, it, it really... Wait! Yes. <laughs> but is the aura back up? Mm, it is. It, it's an attack roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. That's why I said it does. And then I was Do you have to activate question. it or is the aura it's innate? It's on when I'm unconscious. Good to know. You will take 15 points of necrotic damage. We doing okay. We're, I mean, we're not doing okay. But we're like up. We're, we're not, not dead. dead. And then, hey. <laughs> at will, he uh, will misty step away. Xenia. Xenia cast Shatter. On the two Obsidot ghosts in front of her, placing it ex uh, one step over so it does not hit Tessa. Okay. That sh that'll hit both of them, but it will also hit Fakara. Yes. I'm good. I can, I can take it. Just don't kill me, please. Thanks. All right. Don't say I can take it and then ask that. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, I think I can take it, but I just want to make sure, like... Objection. Great Phoenix Lock. Shout out. Thank you, sir. We're looking for sponsors. Ace Attorney is not going to sponsor us. <laughs> Are you sure? Xenia connects with the storm inside of her and sends a thunderclap down to radiate through the two Obsidoc ghosts. Constitution saving throw of 15. They both fail. Yes. They each take 15 points of thunder damage. Um, If I needed to pass that, I got a 21. You did pass, so you take seven. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. Okay. Fao Tomni will provoke an attack of opportunity from only Fakara as he slivers through Siloran and Xenia. 
That's a 20. Yes! Yes! It's an actually brilliant move on my part, but I will take the 20. So eight, bludgeoning. And he will reach out a hand to the traitorous Swords of Night. And miss. Yes! Perix. Perix turns, not happy with the ghost that just Misty stepped away from him. And he's not going to move because there's an attack of opportunity that happens if he does. But he will use his lower level slots that no longer can do lightning bolts and things that do a lot of damage. And uh, connect a mind spike into this piece of shit. Uh, Wisdom 16, please. To Vulia? Yep. Fail. Yeah! You lead me on a roller coaster of emotion, Judkins. What a journey that was. It's a difficult encounter. Oh, come the on, The challenge Ned. is Fucking not only be, on the map. Be better. Uh, that'll right. be eight psychic damage out of a possible 24. What is your life? Fikara. Okay, cool. So Jujubee's going to get hit twice. Yes. Ooh, actually, does a 12 hit? Miss. Okay, cool. That's that's cool. That's fine. Uh, I'm gonna take my bonus action to do my second win in order to like you know not die. That's oh, cool. Great roll. So plus fourteen. Just chip away, chip away. Gilles Jajos is going to attack Fikara or Drun. Twenty-three. Hmm. Okay. You will take twenty-five necrotic uh. damage <laughs> as it reaches up your nasal cavity. And just really sort of. What does this do? Why, why was the nose? Just obsessed with cow nose. And just, like, it just sort of in, like it's it. counting a certain number of fives. Just stop it! Stop it! Flexes his fingers in and what? out. I know it's cute, but jeez, ah. There's a ring in there. It's just like pulling. Just stop it! You continue to see Jajos take damage and then regain health. Yeah. I'm sorry, that was 24. 25. Okay, 25. Thank I mean, God not... you took that 14 back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> and You're not is no more. <laughs> yes. Whoa. Top of the order, Lorzach. Seeing the crowded field, Lorzach turns his attention to Vuliev, and the moonbeam settles down upon the form of the sickly obsidat ghost. <laughs> A constitution saving throw, please. Three. <laughs> it's not good when it bounces out of the tray. Vuliev takes 16 radiant damage. Salorin. Mm. <laughs> Salorin turns to Feltumni and returns that attack right back in its face. That is a crit fail. No. And a nat 20. Oh, yeah! yeah! Redemption. Bell curve, y'all. Bell curve. Redemption. Right yes. there. I rolled two damage dice, yes? yes? On a crit, yeah. You roll an additional damage die. Eight, which is max damage. One, which is... <laughs> what is damage. happening? That is 14 damage piercing in this one attack. The first one, he whiffs, and he shakes uh, off the fatigue. Uh, uh, just hold on. Would you please make a wisdom saving throw? That is a 24. You may proceed with your attack. Great. So that attack, he whiffs the first one, shaking off the fatigue of near death, and then rams his Morningstar into this Obsidot pest. 14 damage piercing. Vuliev moves out of the fucking moonbeam. <laughs> but he starts his turn there and takes a constitution saving throw. <laughs> Six. 
and Vuliev takes 18 radiant damage. He moves mistily to Perix. 20. Yeah. 22 necrotic damage. Uh, as he reaches a finger up of each of your gills. And Perix looks at him and with a gasping, gaping, awful sound collapses to the floor. Oh, man. Xenia. Making it real inconvenient being so close to everybody. Give me a fail. Drop it on me, it's gonna hit two ghosts. Give me a fail. I will cast Shatter two squares behind Vuliev, so only attacking Vuliev. Uh, Constitution saving throw, please. Target 15. Six. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. My con rolls have been garbage. 27 points of thunder damage. What is happening? Fautomni, in the middle of this giant swarm of player characters, starts to panic. We cannot do this alone. The time for ceremony is over. Come to me, my slaves! And a horde of fiendish ghosts appear and start swirling around Fatumni at a radius of 15 feet as he casts Spirit Guardians at a fourth level. Hellish, black, fiendish, devilish ghosts swirl around the Ghost Council member at a radius of 15 feet, creating an absolute aura of terror and wailing. And the only thing you can sense right now is it's going to be difficult terrain to move through such an aura. Perix. That is a fail. One fail. Fikara. I will vicious marker, uh, mockery Vuvuzela, calling him Vuvuzela, and saying, you do not deserve any sort of leadership of more than your own pants. That's a uh, wisdom saving of 14. 18. Okay. You began your turn within the within the aura. Yes. Right. I need a wisdom saving throw. It's not a one. It's a four. <laughs> you take 22 necrotic damage as Ooh. the hellion spirits tear into you. Yeah, I'm down. Gilles Jajos will now take his turn. And he will turn to Xenia and swing. 27. That'll hit. For 12 necrotic damage. Okay. He's looking just about brand spanking new. Top of the order, Lorzach. As a bonus action, Lorzach is going to cast Healing Word on Perix, healing him for seven hit points. For his action, he's going to block Buliev's escape from the council chamber, the moonbeam appearing and searing him at his flank. Please make a constitution saving throw. Five. Vuliev will take a whopping nine radiant damage. Beginning of the turn, a wisdom saving throw, please, Saloran. As hellish demons try and tear at your earballs. Thirteen. Thirteen fails, my friend. You will take twenty-four necrotic damage. And Saloran drops. Vuliev will misty step. Starting oh. his turn in Vuliev will begin his turn by sucking a con roll. Three. And Vuliev will take 17 radiant damage. He don't like it, but he will float a little bit daintily to the side. And he will try and chill touch you, my friend. Nope. <laughs> Not good enough. 
The moonbeam comes down, and Vuliev sidesteps the moonbeam, trying to get into position, but somehow the lateral movement throws off his aim. And Lorzat, you feel an icy hand streak by your hair, but otherwise doesn't touch you. Xenia, would you please give me a wisdom saving throw? 20. You are fine. Yes. You will take half damage. You will take seven necrotic damage. I am going to thunderstep and teleport my way to Vuliev. The Obzidok ghosts need to make a constitution saving throw. Uh, that's not good. Fautomni, six. <laughs> <laughs> so satisfying. Jejush, 15. 14 to the guy who failed, seven to the guy who succeeded on their throws. And I apologize for the automatic fail for both of you. Fautomni moves and attacks Xenia. 12. Does not hit. Perix. Perix stands up. The ghosts are like, hey! <laughs> and Boo. basically down to... You begin your turn within the aura of Fautomni. It's a wisdom? Wisdom saving throw. A 10. You will take 19 necrotic damage. And... Eric drops again. Fikara. Yes. That's a 10. Save. Yay. Gilles Jajos will float around the incapacity and try to attack Lorzach. Does a 21 hit? Yes, it does. You will take four necrotic damage. He tripped a little. He's a ghost. <laughs> Don't think it through. Top of the order, Lorzach. Things are looking grim, my friend. Your party is crumbling one by one. As an action, Lorzach is going to move the moonbeam, striking Vuliev. Five. Vuliev is going to take 23 radiant damage. Vuliev so deftly sidesteps the moonbeam like a dance as the ghost weaves in and out until a misstep. And the moonbeam comes down and shatters another specter into nothingness. Oh! It's two for Lorzach. Oh my god! <laughs> As a bonus action, Lorzach is going to raise Fikara. As undead? No. Oh. oh. <laughs> I mean, I was okay with it. <laughs> Casting Healing Word for seven hit points back to Fikara. Yay! Thank you. So while you've seen all this taking hold, you also notice that the aura has slowly been chewing a Tajik, Blade of the Legion. And even though he is bowed, he's been taking damage after damage after damage until eventually you see him crumble to the floor. Unbowed, but broken. For his movement, Lorzach is going to back away from the swirling swarm of specters. Solorin, living on a prayer. 18. How many saves is that for you? One. Vuliev is dead. Xenia, you begin your turn within the aura. I need a wisdom saving throw, please. 21. Saved. You will take half damage. You will take four necrotic damage. <laughs> I can't take her down. <laughs> Xenia moves to Saloran and pours a healing potion down his throat. You will also provoke an attack of opportunity. Okay. Uh, 14. Does not hit. Okay. I pour a healing potion down Saloran's throat for four points of healing. 
Thank you. We'll figure it out. Oh, she rolled all she the rolled minimums. Min. Yep. Fautomni, after seeing the terror that is this elf creature's moonbeam, makes a dastardly move to try and fucking do something about it. Natural 20. Oof. 27 necrotic damage. Okay. Perix. That is a 19 for his first save on his second time down. Groovy. Fikara. Yeah, um, I'll stand up for what that's half movement. Yep. And uh, I will take a healing potion. Okay. For six. Gilles Jejos. Seeing Xenia seemingly avoiding a lot of bad dice rolls. Scoots in. Attacks. 19. That hits. For 23 necrotic damage. He looks brand new. Top of the order, Lorzach, please give me a wisdom saving throw. That 20. You will take six necrotic damage from the spinning ghouls. We can do this. We can do this. I I have to talk through this because I have only a few options and most of them are going to end up in me dying. So the first is that I awaken spores because it is the most effective healing thing that I can do for myself. But then just sit there. I can't move the moonbeam. I can't cast anything else offensive. I can't heal any of the rest of you because I only have like one spell slot left. So I'm just sitting there, but I don't go down and then hope that I roll well and don't take a ton of damage on the next round. Right. Or just fucking go for it and try and roast him with a moonbeam and then die. What are you at right now for hit points? Four. Okay. And he rolls well enough that he's going to be my armor class. It's too low. So if I move away and get out of the aura, I'm going to go down. And if you move away, you're going to provoke an attack of Yeah, and he'll hit me because my armor class is too low. So I think you move the moonbeam. Um, I mean, who has stuff left to actually get me back up? I have a healing potion if I can get to you. That's a lie. I have two healing potions. But you're going to be running into the aura. Yes. So you'll go down again. I will go down if I try to get it to you. Who has a healing spell that can work at range? Because it feels like no one. (laughs) Ah, yeah, that'll do. All right, for his action, Lord Zatch is going to awaken the spores in his body. And the fungal filaments knit shut a lot of his wounds, but he is still bleeding very heavily. As a bonus action, Lord Zatch is going to activate Shalala and bonk this ghost right in his dumbass noggin. About a 24 to hit. Hit. So that's going to be 10 magic damage and 5 poison damage. You find very quickly that he's immune to poison. God damn it. Yeah, he's dead, I think. <laughs> dead guy. You never know. <laughs> However, he fails his concentration saving throw. Something about a crooked, spindly dead hand poking a dead guy spooks him just enough, and his spinning aura of spirits dissipates. He loses concentration. Solorin. Solorin puts aside his personal jealousy of Tajik, <laughs> and as a last-ditch effort... Forces this healing potion down his throat. That is eight HP back to Tajik. Okay. Anything else? That is all I can do. Xenia! Xenia moves to Perix and pours the healing potion down his throat. Give me that sweet, sweet HP. For nine HP. Whew, thank you, Xenia. Fautumni makes an attack against Lorzach. Twelve. Does not hit. Yes! Oh! Oh! oh, oh. oh. 
<laughs> yep, yep, yep. That was a garbage roll. Yep, confirmed, so we're not cheating. I rolled a 12. He's not going to move. You look like shit. He's going to stay there, but it cannot resummon its aura. Perix. Perix is going to stand up. Okay, gang. The things I can do right now are acid damage, which feels like it's not going to do much. Cold damage, which feels like it's not going to do much. Fire damage, bludgeoning damage, cold damage again, and lightning damage. All of that feel like it has resistance, so I feel like I just have to hit with what can roll the most dice. Yes? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so one has taken damage and one has not. We should try and get the one that's taken damage off the field. Yes. So as Perix comes up off the ground, his body broken, and the crystal glows around his neck softly, a faint white blue. And he looks at Fautumni, and he throws his hands, and ice shards fly out as he casts Frostbite. Will he please make a constitution saving throw of 16? Four. And he will take eight cold damage and have disadvantage if it happens to be making weapon attacks. I see. Well then, Fikara. I will toss a vicious mockery at... Fautumni? Can you get to Fautumni? Yeah. It's a 60-foot range. Hell yeah. So yeah. You just die already! You're dead. I mean, die again! Just leave! Go to the light! Something! Just go! Got him. I know. I'm just... Wisdom 14. He rolls a 22. Anything else? Do you want to move? Um, yeah, I can move. Spread That's a good idea move, yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. You hear a groan, and then a grunt, and then a snort, and with a kickflip, <laughs> Tajik, blade of the legion, arises like the fires of Sun Home. Take this, you ghostly piece of shit. Have at ye. Oh no, it's a ghost. I am half as effective as I thought I would be. Until next round, when I remember my abilities that aren't melee. I don't mean to be a dick, but I feel like Tajik is all talk. Yeah, he really is. The, real. the illusion is shattered. For yeah, him. yeah, yeah. For real. yeah. No, no, no. Like he's, he's, he. I mean, look, he doesn't take damage. Okay. But he doesn't necessarily deal damage. Oh, either. sure, I see. Yeah. Uh, we're, you know, we're, okay. we're dealing with what we're dealing with. As right. advertised. Gilles, Jejos will attack Xenia, the one who keeps pouring health potions in everybody's fucking mouth. 24. That'll hit. For 13 necrotic damage. Okay. Top of the order, Lorsatch. As an action, Lorsatch pulls the moonbeam closer and fries Fatumni. Oh my god, I love you, Lord's Ash. Okay, constitution saving throw, please. God damn it. Yes. What's the target? Uh, 15. I rolled quite high. 11. <laughs> and Fautumni takes 12 radiant damage. Anything else? Uh, no, that's that's the end of the turn. Okay. Solorin. I can't risk an attack of opportunity because at this point, he could sneeze on me and I would fall again. I'm going to take my Morningstar and just go after Jujubee. A 10. Miss. A 17. Hit. Come on, baby. That is six piercing damage. All right. So Lauren gives a grunt, and that's my turn. Xenia. Hardly any damage, quite a lot of damage. Great. Uh, Xenia casts Chaos Bolt at quite a lot of damage. <laughs> 
Will a 14 hit? Yes. For nine points of psychic damage. Ooh, psychic is good. Not dead. Fautumni starts his turn in the moonbeam. Please, God. 11. And Fautumni takes 14 radiant damage. The tension at this table is palpable. I feel like we're watching tennis. Still alive. Oh. <laughs> he will move back, provoking an attack of opportunity. 16 to hit. Yes. For six magic damage and three poison, but we all know how worthwhile that is. He's going to throw a chilling, touching hand and will miss. Wait, 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 wait. What's your AC? I got a 16. 17. Oh, yes! 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 Nope, miss. Look, I love you guys, but you're squeaking away on some bullshit rolls here. Perix. Perix isn't leaving this icy frostbitey thing, and he's looking at quite a lot of damage, Fautumni. And will he please make a constitution saving throw of 16 as ice shards fly out of his hands? Eight. Hell yes. Seriously, I cannot make a fucking constitution saving throw. For nine points of cold damage. Still up. God damn it! Ah! Anything else? I have no bonus actions. Fikara. So I'm going to run up to Futon Man and three attacks. Ooh. That's 20. Yes. And then two nines. So we'll The just, nines um, miss. Come on, that 20. Fucking dissipate this ass I don't one. know. I don't know that she can do enough with bludgeoning. There'll be nine plus five. So 14. Still up. Ha! You got any other attacks in you? So, oh yeah. So action surge, that'll still allow me to do... An attack. Okay, cool. So action surge to hit again. And that oh. will be another nat 20. Yes! What? Sarah! And also a 22. Oh. Coming through with the clutch Okay, rolls. there is a possibility you don't roll enough damage here. Okay. Right, yeah, I mean, you know, there is, but I'm feeling pretty good about it. And is this nat 20 or not nat 20? What are you rolling this first? This is the nat 20 first. So the nat 20 first will be, all right, that's not the best. So that's five. So that's 10 bludgeoning. On the first on hit. On the first hit. And then? You rear back, swinging your first strike, cleaving through the ghost. It's still there. <laughs> yeah, I've kind of figured that. And then next one will be five bludgeoning damage. You swing with your first strike, smashing through the ghost, and it remains there. Then you re-up for your second strike, but before you can connect, it has disappeared. Oh! Yes, Fakara! Okay. Fakara! Oh my god, one for Fakara. <sighs> Daji, Blade of the Legion. My goddamn adrenaline is through the fucking roof. I'm gonna cry, I'm so happy. Like... <laughs> Oh, it's not over yet, my pants. Does he still have those abilities that he said he was going to remember? On his last turn, he said I should remember my abilities that aren't physical? Yep. Okay, great. He does some damage. Yeah! He does quite a lot of damage, actually. Fuck yeah, yeah I figured. Uh, comparatively to what he is able to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. We can do this. We can do this. I think I may have just had a stroke. We can do this. <laughs> Gilles, Jejus, the last remaining member of the Ghost Council, panics. Good. No. Oh, very bad. Super bad. Whenever Brian says things, it's bad. <laughs> I am Gilles Jajouche, mightiest member of the Ghost Council. My existence is eternal. 
Come to me, my ghostly slaves. As a 15-foot aura of fiendish ghosts spin around him. Make him take damage, they go away. Well, he has to take concentration. He has to check his concentration. But make him take damage! Beginning of the round, Lorzach. What you got, boo? Do your teammates take the moonbeam? Is it everyone in within the spot? Uh-huh. It would be if I were to do yeah. that. But instead, Lorzach is going to watch the ghosts manifesting around the form of Gilles Jajosh and then dispel them. Dispel them? <gasps> do you have to spell magic? Yeah. Oh! Oh my god! Clutch move. Since when? <laughs> About four levels now. What do you what do you need to know? The spell's level. It's fourth. It's fourth. It'll be a twenty-one. <gasps> the spirits are gone. Oh my yes. god, thank you, Lorzach. And as a bonus action, Lorzach is going to edge closer to Gilles Jajosh. Silorin. Silorin mutters a silent thanks to Lorzach, and it's gonna wail away at Gilles Jajosh. That is a 14 to hit. It will hit. Great. I'm going to do both attack rolls first. Okay. That is a 17 to hit. Hit. The first one does 12 points of piercing damage. The second one does 13 points of piercing damage for a total of 25 piercing damage. Oof. Xenia. Come on, Xenia. Xenia side-eyes the last remaining Obsidot ghost, opens her mouth, and lets out a quiet but vicious thunder roll. What is going on with Xenia? Oh, y'all got secrets. Please give me a wisdom saving throw. Natural one. Oh, thank God. That's 13 points of psychic damage. Yes, psychic damage. Perix. Perix is going to step one to his left to not provoke an attack of opportunity, and he will let the boiling water come up and out of his hands as the crystal glows red, and he fires burning hands in the most careful 15-foot cone that he possibly can (laughs) to hit only the damn ghost, hitting a whole lot of empty squares in the process. Would you please make a dexterity saving throw? 19. He will take some half damage. Six points of fire damage. Thank you. Which is probably three points of fire damage because of fucking resistances. Fikara. I would like to do... Uh, we'll run up to it. Well, well, well on the maces for... Okay, that's a 15, that's a 23, and that's a 19. Two yeses. Cool. Ten. Wait, no. Nine and eight. Okay. Oh, good hits, Fakara. Tajik is going to risk an attack of opportunity because he needs to take a step back to do that thing you want him to do. Thank you. And he will get wailed on. Mm. Seven plus four is 11, which is the exact number of hit points you revived him for. Tajik will attempt to step backwards, but will instead get slapped in the face. Okay. Gilles Jajos will take his turn. Perix. Yeah. Does a 15 hit? It does not, as he uses his actual final of all slots available to Perix to shield the blow with his right goddamn arm. Okay. Lorzach. 
Lozette spots his opening and directs the moonbeam to settle atop Gilles Jajosh. Thank God. Okay, constitution saving throw, please. Give me that sweet, sweet 3d10. 17. Ugh. He's the fat one. <laughs> Those are some good, good d10s. So Gilles Jajosh takes 13 radiant damage. Oof. Anything else? Yeah, as a bonus action, Lorzach is going to cast Healing Word on Tajik the Unvincible. They say Unvincible? You did. That works! Not a word. No. As a bonus action, Lorzach is going to cast Healing Word on Tajik the Invincible and heal him for six hit points. <laughs> so, Lorin, what can he do but try again and again? That is a 11 to hit, which, nope, 12 to hit. Nope. Great. And his second attack is... Oh, even worse. Whiff, whiff. And that is my turn. Xenia. Xenia opens her mouth again and allows the thunder within her to erupt. Make a wisdom saving throw, please. 18. Fail. Wait, what? <laughs> she said it was a 20 earlier. 11 points of psychic damage. Ooh. Zenya, we gonna have a talk. What? <laughs> We're gonna have a talk. Wow. Perix. Perix is out of spell slots and was gonna do some burning hands, but had to shield himself from a fucking ghostly asshole. So the boiling water goes away, and in something that is really a miracle of, of the elements, his hands turn to ice, and he launches frostbite for a constitution saving throw of 16, please. 14. Thank God. Oh my God, how is that possible? <laughs> it was on a six for so long and it fell off the fucking table. It is eight points of cold damage and if he happens to be making a weapon attack, it is at disadvantage, please. Fine. Figara. Just die already. And hitting it with my maces. I'm already dead. So that will be a 26 and a 23. Both will hit. Hooray. Hit him so hard, you did not. Uh, oh, minimum damage. But you know what? It's still damage. Five bludgeoning damage and five bludgeoning damage. Oh, good try. I'm real close to you, like arms reach. I'm just gonna <laughs> remind you that. Tajik, stands up. Ha <laughs> ha. This this guy. This the the mystique is gone. It's, yeah, no, stop. I am invincible. <laughs> Just fucking hit the guy. Whoops. God damn it. <laughs> His acrobatic up kick off puts him. I hate He's this really guy. Powerful. I hate him so much. <laughs> He's really powerful, I yeah. promise. Uh, don't believe you. Don't believe you. Jesus. Starts his turn in the moonbeam. Ah, my yes, 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 yes. Yes. Good. 13. Fuck yes. Fuck yes. And he takes 27 radiant damage. Gilles, oh! <laughs> confident that he is the last Orzov member, curses with his final undead breath the DM for being so shit at constitution saving throws huh? as another radiant light dissipates his essence from the realm. <sighs> oh my god. Oh my god! 
Ned's having a heart attack on the floor. Hold on, folks. <laughs> okay. You will receive 24,500 XP. Jesus, <laughs> fuck. Oh if we were doing it. <laughs> is that another level? Are we level So, how is everyone doing? Terrible. <laughs> you Is this moonbeam just going to like be done. here? It, okay. It's done. It's over. I'm so fucking proud of you guys. Oh, my. I can't believe you got through those auras. God. So, there you are, in the room. And as soon as Gilles Jajos dissipates from existence, Tessa Karloff finds herself freed to stand up and wastes no time retrieving her cane from Tajik, who hands it to her, and standing proudly, as if there was any other way this would have ended. And she walks forward with a limp, to the throne of her ancestor Karlov and takes a seat. Perix collapses. Saloran moves closer to her and kneels. Tajik goes to hang out with the fun people. Xenia just looks utterly traumatized, glazed eyes, staring straight ahead. <laughs> I walk up to Perix. What was that you said about Merit Lage? And what were those black tentacles? Tessa remarks that um, it was a little strange she expected to find something. Didn't you all? Didn't we expect to find something in here besides the ghost council? Perhaps a orb? Mm. Well, that won't be found by my ritual. Xenia casts detect magic. Hmm. You detect no magic other than the residual stink of a dead ghost council. However, Perix, I believe it is time for a wisdom saving throw. 16. Let's have a private chat. I accept your 16. Perix lurches towards the center, stepping up onto the dais of the center platform and falls to his knees and begins groping wildly with his hands. And as he touches the surface, you start to see it glow and then shift and then morph and then turn as it slowly begins to transmute under his hands and then his arm plunges through the stone and grabs wildly beneath it, pulling up to hold a steel orb barehandedly. You take 12 frost damage. And as the orb falls down next to him, that is the last of Perix's possible strength, and he collapses on the ground. Xenia. Tessia very quickly casts Spare the Dying. Thanks, man. So Lauren moves quickly to pick up the orb using his cape. I mean, you're pretty far away. Anybody want to race him? Yes, that's what I was doing before (laughs) I got interrupted. So Xenia runs to grab it. Uh, Hold on one second. You picked it up with the uh, right we're, hand we're gonna we picked it up with your right hand to be fair i'm incredibly close i'm yeah. just yeah, de- it depends whoever's closer is whoever which way he falls dexterity so check. let's play no you are too far away this is a fakara versus xenia let's see which way oh this will be a f- i don't we're know just, we're just gonna see thing. which which side left or right is perix gonna crumble onto the ground what's the deep what Boop. all right go. oh go. i see what's happening so the orb rolls towards Xenia. Uh, if she, I'm just, it's the only way to make it fair. If she yep. wants to pick it up, no, that's fine. Yeah, we're just keeping it away. Yeah, just from the orbs out for now. Yeah. Yes. No also offense. She- Thank you for sacrificing so much for the team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Xenia carefully uh, picks it up in her cloak and puts it in her travel pack. 
Tessie Karlov thanks you very, very much for your assistance. It seems as if the Ghost Council is no more. And it seems as if we've recovered exactly what we suspected might be in their position. What now? Take a long nap yeah. at Alfonso's? Yes. Right, yes. Alfonso needs to be our next stop. Agreed. Because um, our, is our Tess- contract concluded? Tessia says that your contract is now fulfilled. However, she looks to you, Saloran, and says, Why don't you see that they make it home all right? Your words, my soul. So regardless of your intentions, uh, you are dragging a incredibly lucid Perix. Um, so you're not really going to be able to outrun Saloran, who seems to just be tagging along. Hey, where are you guys going? Neat. <laughs> As you make your way back to the penthouse of Rufir Alfonso III. As you limp your way out of Orzova, the Orzov Basilica, reflecting on the absolute impossible task you've just completed, destroying the Obsidot and upsetting the seat of power within the Orzov Guild. You now possess a total of four out of a suspected five orbs. And with a heavy heart and a weary body, you decide the best course of action will be to return to your home base. There are all those pews in the church. Do you guys want a short rest? Yes. Yep. Yeah, that'd be nice. Okay. Just take a sit, like a fall. Just, just a, a sit. Uh, like you guys uh, step out of the chamber. Tessa and Tajik are having a conversation. And you guys just walk by a couple of these pews. That chair is smoldering down that was on fire. And you guys just have a shawarma moment. I'm going to take a couple of hit die. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe four. Ooh, yeah. And so the five of you sit there in the quiet the moon's silver light shining through that window that Rizel broke. You've overcome an impossible task, and now, with four out of the five orbs in your possession, you share a smile, confident that nothing can stand against the five of you together. On the next Encounter Party... Shaken by their actions, our heroes lumber their way back home. Victory and retreating another war. Epilogue. Wearily, tiredly, we limp our way back toward the third district. You find your way past the roaring well of Zonet 4, back into the familiar apartment where you've stayed many nights before. You notice on the way through, there is a rather large blackened char spot outside the building that two goblins are scrubbing vigorously. Perhaps a small gyrocopter crashed here in recent time, and they're doing their best to clean it. <laughs> Xenia just doesn't even look. Just puts her head down and keeps moving forward. I would like some Rufier Alfonso food and a bed, so into the apartment. Sounds great. Um, you guys walk through. You see, again, the new... Female elf concierge gives you a very, very polite nod. You step inside a familiar elevator, slowly rising your way up quietly into this quiet and defeated atmosphere as you again cannot seem to believe what you have done mere moments before. The door opens to the penthouse. You step inside. It is evening and all of the lights are off. I look for a light switch. No, does anyone have a... (laughs) 
do the thing. Lorzech has superior dark vision. I have regular dark vision. I would also like to use divine sense. <laughs> what is divine sense? As an action, you can detect a good and evil. Oh, Until great. the end of your next turn, you can sense anything affected by the hallow spell or know the location of any celestial, fiend, undead within 60 feet that is not behind total cover. So I peer into the darkness a little bit. Lorzech peers a little farther. <laughs> Exactly twice as far. That's exactly twice as far. I'm just seeing if anything gives me the willies. As you slowly begin to fan out into the apartment, Solorin casts his eye across the room, trying to sense any disparagement. And you hear from the top of the stairs a very deep voice from everywhere. And you just hear a concerted, hmm, my intel did not suggest you could do that. Would we have any idea who this might be? Lorzach suspects something. Turn around and look back up the stairs. Mm-hmm. Um, you see Xenia, but the voice coming out of Xenia does not sound like Xenia. They talk to you, you know, the orbs. She wants to be heard. It's very difficult even for someone with my mental abilities to keep her out. She's very dangerous. She's very loud. Yes, she is. And who are you? I am no one. How long have you been traveling with us? I've been here, mostly. You should know that Mr. Rufier Alfonso died of natural causes nine months ago. It was peaceful. What? And he also served as some sort of vessel? No. He was buried in a grave within three days. Uh Uh-huh. And the person that we know as Rufier Alfonso III is a mimic of one? Um... You see the image of Xenia start to blur, and as if Xenia as an entity sort of swirls a little and dissipates, and standing coldly at the top of the stairs, barring your exit, is a medium-sized, presumably male, covered in a full black cloak, and the only thing you can see is the bottom half of his face, and it's dark and withered like a prune, and long... Strips of pure white hair stretch out from underneath. And at least that's what you think you can see. Because even the image of this person is blurred, constantly shifting within its own place. <sighs> and where is Xenia? I suspect your Izid companion has had a change of heart. By now, she's probably made it all the way back to Nivix. Unfortunately, you? I was not able to grab what she's currently holding, however... I've come here for a very specific purpose. And he looks to you, Lozach. Would you kindly do me the favor of reopening that chest of mine? Who has the orb? Xenia has the fourth orb. He does? So So what she's holding is not the orb that he's talking about. She had the third orb. Yes. She took it to Nivix. This guy is currently holding the fourth orb from where you guys just came from. Got it. So Xenia never returned. Lozach walks over to the safe and opens it. Lorzach, what are you doing? Who are you? And how long have you been Xenia? I don't think that really matters right now. What's your AC? 17. So a 21 will hit. Where you thought he was standing, you actually feel an attack coming from behind you. You suddenly take three piercing and eight psychic damage to your back. You're still up? Yes. Another four piercing, another 11 psychic. Still up? Yeah. Another one piercing, another 12 psychic. Roll initiative. 
16. Okay. Good job, buddy. Uh, down? Roll anyway? Yeah, roll any. No. Perix was a 17, Lord's Edge was a 15? Yeah. 21. Fikara. Uh, I will run up the stairs to the strange person. Um, I will just go ahead and hit him with my maces. All attacks are at disadvantage. Okay, cool. Then I will... Okay, that one will not hit. That was a a nine. Nine. And ten. All miss. You come up with your maces swinging through this blurred image of whoever this nameless being is at the top of the stairs. And as you begin cleaving through him, his image distorts, but it doesn't just dissipate, it distorts into a horrific, shifting visage of horrors. Each creature within 10 feet must succeed a dexterity saving throw. The target is 21. Oof. Okay, well that's me. That's an 11. Is your aura 15 feet or 10 feet? 10 feet. Yeah, okay. You take 18 cold damage. A terrifying element for a member of the Boros Legion, honored of the sunlit fist. Okay. You feel the coldness in your heart, and you feel the fire of Sunholm begin to die in your mind. Are we still up? I'm still up, yes. Okay. Perix. A very tired and bedraggled Perix is not sure he's even possibly ready to take on whatever this is, and the fight with the Ghost Council left him with a sort of clarity, but this leaves him with some form of fear. And the ice crystals form in his fingertips as he looks up, knowing that he doesn't have very much left in him, and throws frostbite right at the abomination. Constitution saving throw 16, please. Nine. The creature will take six cold damage and have disadvantage on its next weapon attack. Okay, thank you. Perix looks to Saloran and says, we may die, but hit it as hard as you can. Saloran. Saloran hears what Perix says, nods, and prepares to wade into battle yet again. He makes this way to this strange entity with his morning star and tries to lay into it. Does a 18 hit? No. Um, his second attack will be... Salorn wearily trudges up the stairs, trying to take Perix's words to heart, but he finds that his Morningstar just misses completely both times, and he's left gazing in awe. Um, That's my turn. Lorzach, save, please. Uh, 13. One save. Salorn. Does a 21 hit? Yes. You see your adversary standing there with his arms crossed, and yet somehow you feel a sword strike in your side. You will take six piercing damage and 13 psychic damage. Are we still up? Yes. Second strike will miss. Does a 21 hit? Yes. You feel a second strike. You will take five piercing damage, 13 psychic damage. Fikara. I'm just gonna keep trying to swing at this guy. Melee at a disadvantage. Uh, okay, that was, uh, 16. 11. And 12. So, whiff of whiff. This is nerve-wracking. 
You aggravatedly swing in with your mace, one lateral side swipe, and you feel like you connected because you can see him being pushed aside until you realize your strike has just pulled a duplicate image of him to the left. And then you come back with the other one and swing again, connecting in what you feel is the similar way, pulling another image of him to the right. And standing before you are now three versions of this adversary shifting around in front of you. Perix. Is there anything looking at them? Um, um, does the, the formlessness of it seem to resemble any element? Does it feel like it's made of anything? Maybe. You see three copies of him. Okay, great. Perix recedes back into the recesses of his mind to let the blackness in just a little and opens his eyes wide as everything inside him, his darkness, and he looks at the center copy, the one that he thinks attacked before, and casts Toll the Dead. Wisdom save 16, please. That's a natural 20. That is a 20. Okay. That is a second natural 20. Oh my god. You're pretty sure out of these three images, you focus on one and stretch your arms out to toll the dead, and it feels just empty, like there was nothing there to begin with. Saloran. Suddenly bewildered by these three copies, he's going to try his luck and just lay in with his Morningstar. First one misses. The second one misses. You strike nothing but air again. Does a 22 hit you? Yes. Swing, swing, again, arms crossed, and yet you feel five piercing damage and seven psychic damage tear into you. And Saloran drops. Lorzatch, death save, please. Uh, Twelve. Save. Fakara. Yes. First attack is a twenty, non-natural. That will hit. You will take one piercing damage and fourteen psychic damage. So, fifteen altogether? Yes. Okay. Still up? Yes. That will miss. 21 to hit. Yes. Three piercing damage. Okay. 15 psychic damage. You can't tell where these pokes are coming from. Okay. Still up? Yep. Top of the round, Fikara. I'm just going to keep swinging with my mace and hope all goes well. Uh, That is going to be in 19. You think you may have connected. Cool. Okay, so that's one. Uh, the other's going to be an 18. You think you may have connected twice. Okay. Lucky guess. Uh, last one is 13. Miss. Okay, cool. That will be, the first one will be five bludgeoning. Uh, the second one will be nine bludgeoning. You begin to remember that if this thing has been with you since the Orzov, it did take a fair amount of damage during that fight. Right. However, you swing a couple times and then feel... Another attack. Okay. Three piercing damage. Okay. Fourteen psychic damage. Just down. You drop. Perix, you see two of your companions go down as three spectral images bar your way from exiting the apartment. Perix backs up, specifically to the table behind him, and sits down in the chair at the head of the table. And the darkness that's inside him feels overwhelming as the crystal glows black and his eyes are almost rolled all the way to the back of of his head. And he says, how long has she been speaking to you? And what does she say? That will be my action. You feel a sharp sword in your back. Six piercing damage, 13 psychic damage. As the images stay here, longer than you, 
Saloran, death save. But not what she says? Damn it. One. Lorzach, you're at two saves. And one fail. Suddenly, you feel another stab at your back, Perix, as you realize that the images up at the front are not real, and suddenly, whoever this person is, is standing directly behind you. Two piercing, 13 psychic. And Perix drops. And as you drop out of the chair, you happen to land with your face toward the door, and the images disappear, and you watch this spectral form with everyone down materialize again into a solid cloaked figure and you see him walk up the stairs and you see him very deliberately stab both Saloran and Fekara enough times to kill them and you watch your friends die on the stairs while you helplessly bleed out on the floor and then this creature very calmly walks into the room that was the private chamber of Mr. Alfonso you hear a brief bit of rummaging you hear the sound of a stuck pig, and he walks back out to you on the floor, carrying three orbs. And he leans down very quietly and says to you, How do you expect to defeat her if you can't even defeat me? And then he vanishes. And all four of you find yourselves, strangely, on your butts, alive, sitting around the table. And you realize... Everything that just happened to you was a horrifying psychic attack. What just happened? Lorzach jumps up and runs to the safe. The safe is open. Are there any orbs inside it? There are no orbs inside of it. Who? What was that? Lorzach emerges from the private office of the late Rufir Alfonso III and says... That was a Demir mind mage. See you next season, party people. Encounter Party is produced by Play Plus One and Charging Moose Media, based on the worlds of Dungeons and Dragons and Magic the Gathering, created by Wizards of the Coast. Original campaign written by Brian David Judkins. Sound capture and original effects by Will Malones. Edits and mixing by Ned Donovan and Katie Brow. Theme song and additional music by Alexander Nakarada of Serpent Sound Studios. Additional music by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech. Special thanks to Megan Judkins and Will Malones. So I've got to go fast because there's a dagger being held to my throat. I don't understand most of this, but subscribe to the podcast, rate and review us, join us on the book of faces, whatever that means to you. There's Twitter as well. There's Instagram, apparently. And for news and updates, go to EncounterParty.com. I hope that made sense to you. It made zero sense to me. Can I live now? <laughs>